Hey, I'm Matt Hudgens, and he's Dave Mulvaney, and this is Profitability MD. Dave, how you doing today, buddy? Great, Matt. How are you? Good. Weathering through a little storm we got coming through town, which is bringing in a little cold front. You know, so my, I'm, I'm in shorts at least for uh, today, but I think it's going to be chilly. It's going to be chilly here, snow. so that means it's chilly the rest of the country. I know. I know. All right, man. So episode 119, what's your lifetime value of a customer, and why does that matter? So you start off, you had a conversation offline. We were talking yeah, to so, one of your guys. Um, I have a client and I, and I don't want to, um, uh, this is probably applies to, to many, many businesses. And I know we'll get into that as we go along, but I have a client who is trying to raise money for his company and um, he's not spending a lot on lead generation. And so he's spending very little on lead generation and it's, it's a software type business, but, um, I explained to him that if we can get to the lifetime value of the client, so let's, let's, let's dive into that. What's the lifetime value of a client mean? First of all, let's just look at the 12 month value of a client. So if you're in, if you're a landscaper and you charge $150 a month, then your annual value of a client is $1,800. Right. So, um, so, so lifetime value would be they stick with you for five years. Yeah. So and if you don't know years. that, of course, over time, you're going to build those averages the longer you know. But if you've been in business two years and, and most of your, 87% of your clients stay with you, then you at least know it's worth two years. So, yep. so that gives you a benchmark to be able to say, well, on the front end, if I'm going to make $1,800 this year off this client, how much of that 1800 am I willing to spend on the front end to add five or six clients to my bottom line this month? And right. so that means I'm willing to throw money at it so that because I know this value, we talk about knowing your numbers. Well, this falls under knowing your numbers, even if you're new in business, because in this sense, when I, when I started this call off is that my client who's trying to raise money for his business doesn't know the value or, or what it costs to acquire the client. We can easily determine the value once of the, of the few that he has, of the few clients he has, but he doesn't know what it costs to get a client. Well, that's the right. first thing an investor is going to ask you. How much does it cost you to attract people to your business? And if you can't answer that, then the investor gets gun shy. So right. I'm we not see that saying, on Shark Tank all the time, by the way. That's one of the questions they always ask on Shark Tank. Yeah. How, How much does it cost you to get a client? And so it is one of the metrics that every business owner needs to have because it allows you to determine how much you can spend to buy customers. And I, yeah. I hate to say it that way, that you're buying customers, but it is what you're doing. Now, keeping customers is also buying customers because the way you service people is the value you're giving. And so that's how you got to keep them. And so that technically you're buying them with your personality and your brand and, and all, and all of those things. But so, so um, if you're, you know, doesn't matter what business you're in, you've got to determine how much you're willing to spend to get a customer in the first place. Exactly. Right. And so I can give you like three examples right here. I, I work with dentists, a lot of dentists, right? And so what's the, what's the lifetime value of a new patient, right? So you have a new patient come in and then they're going to be their annual checkups twice a year. So we got that kind of money. And then, the average client has some sort of issue, right? So cavities, caps, uh, braces, if you do that kind of stuff. And so depending on what your business is, right? So your average 
dental client might be worth $3,000, $4,000, $5,000. So that means with every new patient that you have, it's going to be worth $3,000, $4,000 to you. Therefore, now you have a number of what you're willing to spend, right? You're not going to spend all that other than you're just not making any money, right? Yeah. But hey, if I know this client's worth $5,000, I'm willing to spend $1,000 to acquire that client or $1,000 a month uh, a marketing firm or $1,000 on advertising, right? Um, in order to figure out how much it costs to acquire the client because I know my client's worth $5,000. Therefore, I can spend some amount up to that and still keep profitability. Financial services. I'm in financial services. One of my businesses, I work with financial, you know, a new clients worth $10,000. They stick with you around for seven years. So it's a $70,000 client. How much can you spend on the front end to acquire a client? Uh, a lot of affiliate marketing. We talk about the internet marketing and stuff like that. So a lot of these guys that we deal with are, are everybody says word of mouth. So they have no idea what the value of a lifetime and they never thought about spending money like this to acquire a client, which is what you meant. Um, but, but because of that, because they haven't thought of that, because they just do word of mouth, they don't have any idea how much it costs to acquire a client. That's really where we're coming from, is that, well, you should know how much it costs to acquire, or at least how much you're willing to spend to acquire one. Because if you know the client's worth a thousand bucks, and you could give somebody 500 bucks to give you a thousand dollar client, that's like a vending machine. You'd give $500 to everybody you could that brought you a thousand dollar client. So one of the things that, um... I'm sure the people who watch this show a lot of a, a lot of uh, or listen to the podcast may not have any clue of of right. this that there's this metric in a business. So yeah. first of all, relax. That's okay. Um, that but the reality is maybe you don't know what the lifetime value of a client is. So maybe you're early in your business or or for whatever reason you don't know that number. So what you have to do then is is kind of work this thing backwards and say okay. If I got a new customer, let's say you're an electrical contractor. Well, you just go back and see what your customers are worth this year, right? Yeah. Go back and look at your last 10 clients. Go back and look at your 10 longest clients or your if, whole client if, list, right? If, if they have that. I mean, let's say that you're starting a new sector. I, I'm well, going to use an example of an existing business, right? So if electric. I'm an HVAC guy and I can say I've been doing new air conditioning units and I, I installed X amount of air conditioning units and I did X amount of furnaces and X amount of repair work. Now you kind of get how much a repair work is worth, how much a new install is worth, right? Yeah, if, if, if you're doing all those, all of those things. I was, I was kind of uh, making a play in a changing industry. Let's say you're in HVAC, like you're saying, right. and uh, train walks in and says, I've got this new XYZ compressor system and it's super energy efficient. And you're not, you don't have a number of what you, you would like how many of those you could sell or how much the lifetime value of that client is, but you can estimate it. So you start with the estimate. Okay. I'm going to make, let's say it's a commercial system. I'm gonna make $4,000 profit on that system. And um, okay. How many do you want to sell this year? Or how many do you want to sell next month? And let's say you want to sell four. So, you know, you're going to make $16,000. How much is it going to cost you to pay your technicians, your overhead and all those things. So, and then, so you take that off the top and what you have left is you have this budget. Okay. I want profit, but what's left? Maybe three, $4,000, 25% of that, that you could spend to buy the client, to buy, acquire those four customers. So in that case, if you have 4,000 left, you're going to make 16,000, cover all your expenses and profit and overhead. And, but you can spend 4,000 of it for four customers. 
you can afford to spend a thousand per customer to acquire clients. That's the, that's the goal behind this kind of marketing. Then right. you can go into a direct response situation. Maybe it's costing you $25 a click for Facebook ads. Well, uh, how many clicks do you need to get to a thousand? So how many clients do you have to acquire based upon how many clicks you get? And so you really get down to this. I don't want to talk, you know, like super, it's a mathematical equation is what it is. Yeah. It's a, it's a simple equation that if you don't know it, you just have to work it backwards. And, and then I, I could ask, I mean, I could ask anybody, look, if you could have $16,000 of profit in your pocket in the next 30 days, how much could you put on your credit card to get the $16,000? Because most right. people say, I don't have the money for all that advertising. <laughs> but if you had the profit in hand, how much could you spend to get the profit? And okay, you don't have the money, put it on your credit card. And I don't, again, we, we talk about good debt versus bad debt in some other episodes. We're not going to go there. But I would think that's good debt because you're acquiring clients at a, um, at a, a return that is guaranteed. Now you have exponential growth, which we, you know, which is kind of where you look at lifetime value of the client. Because once they're on board, I, I could use, you know, I, of course I'm in the dog food business. Well, you know, we make $2.33 when somebody is on auto ship, but um, our, our initial upfront cost was about what, the equivalent of two months. Now we're at, now we're at a very low cost. Uh, about $4 to acquire a client. So it's, it's come way down. So I can acquire clients very rapidly as long as somebody else is fulfilling it. Because see, once in order to scale, these are the things, knowing your numbers, in order to scale, I can't have our people packing boxes because that increases my cost. So it, these are the things, if you're a dentist and you can't take on 20 more clients, then your direct response marketing has to be in, in, the, in the cleaning where you can pay an assistant, or maybe you can rent out a chair to another dentist. Or, so you look at ways that you can increase your revenue, like lifetime value of a client, because if I'm getting off on a tangent, but no, the no, way- you're kind of on a tangent. You're, you're losing me. I'm getting lost myself. Um, no, but what we were saying is, is if you're, you're willing to spend four dollars, which is basically two months worth of profit for the dog food. So it takes you, you'll pay yourself back over the next two months because you're hoping they'll continue to reorder the dog food for the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, right? So you're willing to give up in the first two months. Yeah. Right. Same thing with with like you know, go back to the uh um a landscaper, right? So a landscaper, every new client's worth a thousand dollars. You know, I will pay a joint venture partner five hundred dollars to refer me clients because I know one out of two of them will turn into a client. So therefore I'm spending the thousand dollars to get $1,800 in profit. I'm willing to do that all day long. So you gotta, you gotta, the reason you gotta understand that is you may not know that right now. You're a builder, right? So how much is a builder, every time you build a house, how much do you make? Now they're making a killing right now because builders are in the band, and, but you know, 10%, 20% of the cost of the building, right? So you build a million dollar house, you're gonna make a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars You would literally, be able to pay a referral fee of $25,000 for somebody to send you a builder client because you know you're going to build a million dollar house and you're going to make $100,000, $200,000 profit on that. 
25 thousand is like a ton of money, but it's really only a portion of the profit you're going to make when you have a new builder client, right? And so therefore, that's a huge number to somebody that might incentivize them, 25,000, to send you a referral, right? To oh, send yeah. You and you can be smart about it. You can say, look, here's how this goes. You send me a client. When they give me the down payment to build the house, I'll pay you of the, of the 5000 or $25,000 fee. I'll give you 5000 then and um, then and I'll give you the balance when the house when the when they sign off and they move into their house. So right, right. and and so you're not spending all the money up front. Maybe you're spending most of the money on the back end. Um, but what about advertising to get those same clients? Even if it's not referral based, the the you know I was you talk about builders uh, plywood the half inch yeah. plywood today is like forty something dollars a sheet astronomical. Yeah. And a friend of mine, Jay Doyle, builds massive houses, uh, King Fogo Construction in Wisconsin. There you go, Jay, I just did a plug for you. Uh, they build massive houses, most gorgeous houses you can imagine. Um, and, and the reality is he's like, what do we care that it's $40 a sheet? And he goes, we make a percentage of everything that goes into that house. The higher it costs, the more we make. The risk, of course, he says the risk is when we build a house and we say it's going to cost X, that's what it's going to cost. We don't do cost plus. So if the prices keep going up, when we quote the, the job, we can, we can really get our lunch eaten, especially right. if it's a long-term project and the, the costs at the end of the project are. Yeah. And you're seeing builders right now switch their model. Exactly. Instead of the guaranteed costs, they're going back to the cost plus because Prices are going up on a monthly basis for HVAC units, for lumber units. And they're like, look, I can't absorb that $10 increase because we didn't know they were going up this rapidly. So now they actually are going to cost plus. But no, I was just using back the lifetime value. You got to know how much a client is worth to you. So then you can decide whether you pay a referral fee, whether you use that money on Facebook or Google or pay some other direct response mailers in the neighborhood, right, like what they're worth, right? But again, going back to know your numbers, you got to know how much is a client worth to me. And then what we're trying to create is vending machines. Hey, I'm willing to spend $100 to generate a $200 client, right? I'm willing to spend $500 to generate a $1,000 client. And therefore, they talk about the more, the better you know your numbers, right? The, the, the more confident you are in, in how much you can afford to spend and how much you're willing to spend, right? Um, this is affiliate marketing is when you sell stuff, you know, you might get an email that says, Hey, uh, David Mulvaney has a new course, you know, $500. And, and usually it's the list. I send it to my list and, and right now they pay 50% of that. So, right. You would, you would pay the person who had sent the list and then you would make 250 and the, and the uh, list provider would make 250 affiliate marketing in our world for financial advisors. So, um, these big, these big uh, Schwab and Fidelities and TD, and um, they sometimes send referrals, and and they keep a percentage of that forever. So there are models that might be you pay a referral fee forever. Hey, our new client you've been, I'll I'll give you ten percent forever, fifteen percent forever, right? Or it could be you'll do like the affiliates. Hey, I'll just give you fifty percent of it today when they sign up. I'll take the risk, but I pretty much know they're going to stay for seven years, right? So oh. I might really incentivize you by a bigger dollar because a lot of times 10% of uh, $10,000 is a thousand bucks. Who cares? 
right? Well, I'll give you 5,000 or 10, I'll give you the first year's fee, 10,000 bucks. Now it's bigger numbers that you might be interested in sending a client. Uh, and again, this is for any business, not RIAs. It could be for, for an HVAC guy, it could be for, for any alarm guy. Again, you got to know your numbers, but, but you could entice them with an obnoxiously sounding number, $5,000, $10,000, because you know, like the builder, I know that, that I build a million dollar house, I make $100,000, $200,000. I'll pay you $25,000. That sounds like a huge number to, to whoever sends you that referral. But to you, it's like, yeah, just a piece of the pot. So, so let's, we, we talk a lot about marketing, um, like having the right message. Of course, the right message is, is critical in front of the right audience. That's, of course, critical. So if, you're, if, you're, if you know the lifetime value of your client, let's say you're a local um, HVAC firm and you've never run television or radio commercials before. Well, but you now know if I acquire a client, a commercial client, or a residential client, whatever you do, and you know what, what, how much, what's that's going to mean to you over the next three years, and you then hire somebody to help you get that message right. Then you start running radio or or television in the local market. Now you have a measuring tool. For every thousand I spend, I get X amount of clients, and so now I can now I can use that against the metric to say, well, I spent a thousand last month. And the marketing's working because I acquired four clients. Lifetime value is, let's say, $2,500. And now you can expand the following month. I want to spend $2,000, then $4,000. And you can really grow it quickly because you have a working metric. And this changes. There's eventually a time in advertising when it changes. But knowing what you're willing to spend is, is right now, there's a lot of people who aren't doing that great in business. And this is how you get past the not doing so great in business is you figure out how much is a client worth and how much you're willing to spend. Yeah, it's interesting. On one of my uh, Facebook groups I was on and, and the question was, if you had, it was uh, whatever the number was, $50,000, what would you do with it? And, and, and it was a business owner. And it was interesting in that, you know, the answers come back, well, $50,000, I would, I would invest it or I would just go put it in the stock market. $50,000, I'd put it in Bitcoin. $50,000, I would put it in, you know, a new piece of software, a new piece of equipment. And then my response was exactly this conversation. I would buy $50,000 worth of new clients, yeah. right? And, and, and then you get, what, what are you talking about? $50,000 of new clients, how do you, whatever it costs to get 50,000, because you know the lifetime value would be greater if, again, you had to know if your lifetime value, you would pay people to, experience your service because you know they're not going to do it just once they're going to do it for the next three years five years seven years so again if you're a landscaper let's be obnoxious you know a landscaper a client is worth eighteen hundred dollars a year for you you can literally walk around the neighborhood and say i will give you a thousand dollars to be be my client right thousand dollars to be my client and then you could buy 50 new thousand dollar clients and X percentage of them would stick with you, you know, over the next two years, three years, four years, five years, there are going to be some that fall off the, the wayside, right? I know, I know there's some people out there like that, but All you right. could have got 50 clients that you paid a thousand dollars to come be your landscape client. How about, how about, look, you sign on to be a client, our, our monthly client, let's say you charge $160 a month for a lawn. So you sign on to be a month, uh, a monthly client. I will give you your second month free. So you pay your first month, your second month is free. 
And from then on, it's $160, but I'll give you your second month free. That way you got paid on the, on the first month. So you're not giving, giving, now you've got a yeah. mechanism to go get customers. You can go buy customers. That's an irresistible offer. Here we go. Back to our fundamentals of there's your irresistible offer. People right? don't take the time to really think about how much you can make off one customer. And if you knock on somebody's door and say, hey, I noticed your, your uh, grass is a little long. I'd love to be take care of you monthly, and and yeah. I'll give you a second month. One month get to get the second month free, but then it's auto renewal, right? So now, boom, 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 they got the second month free, but then after that, three, four, five, they stay on it, right? But you got the chance to wow them, to experience them. Dean Jackson has a saying that says, you know, how much? Uh, what, what was he saying? Dean Jackson and Joe Polish. He was talking about if you only got paid if you had or got the result for your customer, what would you do differently? Right, so let's go back to that landscaper. I'm only gonna get paid if I do a really good job of landscaping, right? You, you would you would get give them the result and then say, look, isn't this worth whatever, 100 bucks a week, right? Because I do such an awesome job. You're kind of saying that same thing. Look, pay me one month and you get the second month free and then it's whatever, $400 a month going forward. And you're saying, I'm gonna wow you so much in the first two months Right, and you, that's when you, uh, by the way, you would wow them and step up and go above and beyond because once we hit the renewal, we're back on, you know, it's continuing renewal. I had, so. a, I had a boss once, Tim Brass, um, in a restaurant and he had me pulling weeds out in front of the building. And he said, I want you to pull those weeds like you're in, trying to impress the father of the girl you're trying to date. <laughs> and so it, what's funny about that is when you think about it, what all he's saying is, if that was what your goal was, I want to date this girl and I'm working for the father of the girl, you're going to do such an awesome job. You should treat every one of your customers like it's, I mean, of course, if you're married, but that's what Tim said to me when I'm pulling weeds and it stuck with me my whole life because if you treat your customers like, like that, you'll always give your best effort. And when you always give your best effort, and when you build your company around giving that kind of effort to please people, then the lifetime value is going to be much higher because those people, you'll have more people stay with you longer. That's what this, that's what business is all about is how long can people stay with me back to affiliate marketing? All right. Well, why do they pay 50% on the first purchase? Because they know there's a second, a third, a fourth purchase right. where they really make the money. The first yeah. purchase in, in many cases, they're spending 100% of the money coming in just to get the, the client in the, in the funnel, if you will. Yep. And then they're going to make money on 80%. Well, 80% of them won't make the money, but 20% will. And they know that's where they build their business model. So um, no matter what business you're in, this is, this is the type of thing that if you don't understand this, get somebody to teach it to you because... I mean, Matt and I talk about this in our mastermind groups. Um, we, we, this is the most important metric in your business, in my opinion. Well, I would say, I would say, you know, and it's so easy to do. You should do this anyway, right? And the way you should do this is go back and look at your client base for the last 12 months, 24 months, whatever you want to do, right? Because you're going to go back and you say how much a new install is and how much repair work is worth and how much, well, let's use an HVAC or a landscape example, whatever it is. But there's a second part of this equation. I always talk about you, you can find a niche that's already in your business, right? So you go back and look at your clientele for the last 12 or 24 months 
you're going to see some commonalities. They're all, uh, you know, uh, moms with two kids. They're all divorced men. They're all uh, uh, golfers, right? What, what you're going to notice if you look back and take the time to look back, one thing you'll notice is you'll better understand and know the clientele you have, right? What are my niches? Who, who's, who's coming in? The second part goes back, we talked about know your numbers, but we talk about this all the time, the 80-20 principle. I bet 20% of your clientele provided 80% of the profits, sure. right? And so might as well go back and see who are my clients for the last year, uh, last two years, and we could say, do I notice any niches that I didn't even know that I had? Number two, I bet it was 80-20. 80% of my profits came from 20% of clients. What were those? Those were the new HVAC installs, those were the landscape redo my yard. Those were the dentists, you know, uh, I need a crown. Uh, I need, uh, you know, bigger repair work needed, right? And then you could decide, well, that's who I want to go after. And you can know the lifetime value of the client. And then you could target that specific type of client that you didn't even know you had in your own book of business. And it works for everybody. Works for dentistry, landscaping, HVAC guys. Uh, financial advisors, chiropractors, right? Attorneys. Chiropractor, if you do this with a chiropractor and, and you kind of break it down, how many are men versus women? How many are injured on the job uh, for lifting something? How many are, are sports people? There's a runner, there's a golfer, there's tennis, right? And then you can divide that into, we built a whole marketing plan around a chiropractor and it was, where are his niches? Who were his clients? And we're 80, 20. Gosh, the golfers will spend any amount of money to fix their back. The tennis players will spend any amount of money my runners, my uncle's a crazy runner. He'll spend any amount of money to make sure he's, you know, able to run, you know, his knees are in shape for shoes and for adjustments and for knee braces or whatever he needs, right? So my bet is in order to figure out your lifetime value of your client, go back and look the last 12 or 24 months. My bet is you'll also identify some of the niches. My bet is you'll also identify the 80-20 rule. 80% of your profits came from 20%. And now you know the lifetime value of those specific clients and you can target those clients with your marketing because you know the lifetime value of that type of customer. You know, um, bring it, you know, I think about this when we do a profit accelerator uh, acceleration uh, session with, with somebody, we ask, one of the things we ask is, you know, if, if we've, we've figured out your million dollar message, yes. what would that do to your business? Would that give you a 5% increase, a 3%, 2%, 10%? Again, we get into these things in that profit acceleration uh, session, because we understand when you get down to the metrics of how much you're going to make, how much will it cost, and what's the profit margin on that? And small increases across a few areas of your business can mean a hundred grand or more in your pocket every year. That's what the point of these type of exercises are all about: is to figure out how you can grow your business exponentially instead of worried about things that don't bring revenue right right exactly the nickel and dime stuff yeah well that's good this was episode 119 what's the lifetime value of a client and why does it matter the lifetime value of a client is how much money you're going to make off a client as long as they remain a client again if it's a one year three year five year seven year time frame that's the lifetime value of a client if you know that and what that is and really the profit not just the revenue of it yeah. You can give an idea of how much you're willing to spend on marketing to acquire a customer. 
And as Dave was talking about, you can back into what those numbers need to be, how much you can spend on Facebook and Google, how much you can pay referral fees, how much you can pay for affiliate fees, how much you're willing to pay to create your own vending machine. So that's the kind of stuff we talk about in our mastermind group, right? Our mastermind group is all about that. We're all about helping you make more money, take more time off, pay less in taxes, right? So if you're interested in our mastermind, it's Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com. We're talking about our profit acceleration software. That's our irresistible offer right now. We can find any business owner $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 more in their business without spending a dollar more on advertising or marketing. You want a profit acceleration session, reach out to Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com, Dave at ProfitabilityMD. We're going to find that revenue in your business and give you a roadmap on how to do it right? We always talk about three things you need to be successful. You got to commit, you need a roadmap, and you need a support system. We've got two of the three. We've got the roadmap and the support system is the mastermind group. We just need your commitment to be successful, right? So if you're interested in that, reach out to uh, Dave at ProfitabilityMD.com, Matt at ProfitabilityMD.com. This is good stuff, man. I mean, I, I think every business owner could build the business they want and deserve to have. Perfect. Pay less taxes, make more money, take more time off. What else is there? <laughs> All right, Matt. Have a great right, rest of the See weekend. Ya. All right, bye.